Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks, who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. This is the best of episodes 10 to 6. People, there could be some people who don't listen to the podcast throughout the year. They just come in for these final two over the Christmas and New Year period and, which is starting to be a little tradition, joining me, as he did last year, it's Alexi Toliopoulos. This time of year, Josh, is all about traditions, keeping it very traditional, and it is beautiful to be part of your end-of-year lifestyle. I've put the stockings out on Christmas Eve. Wow. The listeners have filled them up with their favourite episodes. Oh, my Now I will unveil one by one, counting up to one. But today, we'll only do ten to six. And who should tumble down that beautiful chimney covered in soot but me, Alexi Toliopoulos, the father of podcasting? (laughs) Uh, How how are you, Alexi? I'm actually, to be completely honest, I'm okay. I'm A-OK. I'm fine. I'm in uh, isolation with my partner. We are double close contacts, contacts on each side of the family this week. So we spent Christmas alone together watching movies, watching television programs, me playing on my Nintendo Switch with headphones on, which is why I've lost my headphones today, Josh, why I was late, could not find them, had no idea what room of the house I was playing with them last. Um, So we are making it okay. Well, I, speaking of Nintendo Switch, now, Mm -hmm. last year for Christmas, Santa Claus bought my children a Nintendo Switch. Wow, Santa. And I said, do not, under any circumstances, buy me NBA 2K, Mm -hmm. because I will get addicted to it. Yes. And I will stop. You'll you'll notice a difference in podcasting. I won't put podcasts out. I just won't have time. Yeah. This year for Christmas, my boys gave me NBA 2K. Wowza. And then said, but we'll have screen limits, Dad. You'll only have allowed on for one hour a night. Wow, I've never heard the roles reversing yes. in parenting this quickly before. <laughs> but we, we all played last night. Do you ever play NBA 2K? I don't play sports. Is- even if it is the same as me fighting orcs, I still well, don't play sports. Well, I don't think my kids will <laughs> play again. It is so hard. Yeah. Like, I've never pl- been able to get my head around like any sports game. We played as a team and we lost 11. No, we lost by 99 anyway. That's wow. that's all I know. Yeah, absolutely thumped. If you put Mario in there, yeah, I'll give it a yeah. shot. Mario Tennis, I'm into. I've played it most of my life. Mario Golf even I've played. But, you know, if it's got live action people... I yeah. can't do it. It needs to be some sort of cartoon character I have an uh, an affinity for for me to get into a sport. 
Well, some of these NBA players are becoming like cartoon characters. I don't know if you ever read... Of the... course, Charles Barkley. He's like an oh. animated basketball himself with little legs popping out from underneath. <laughs> He's great. LeBron James, <laughs> a new legacy. Space Jam yeah, this year. Exactly. He t- got turned into a toon. Wow, I didn't. I haven't seen the movie. I didn't know he got tunified. I thought yeah. he was live action the whole time. He uh, at one point, not to spoil it, but he does wow. get tunified at one point. Damn, Josh! Now I'll never be able to watch it. It has unfortunately been spoiled for me now. All right, well, there's a what, there's one good joke in the entire movie, only okay. one, and I will spoil it to you now. So at halftime, mm-hmm. the tunes with LeBron James are getting beaten. The Toon Squad is what their name is. By not the Monstars. I can't remember what they're called in this one. So Michael Jordan's one was the Monstars. This yes. one's something else. And they're getting beaten. And they said, I think we need... I know who we need. And then the Chicago Bulls theme music starts playing. And you're like, oh my goodness. Michael Jordan from the MJ. original movie. He's coming back in. And who walks through the door? Michael B. Jordan. It's a good wow. It's a good joke. That's a good gag. My kids had no idea who he was, though. Yeah, so you I was have like, to explain to them, oh, actually, it's actually quite funny, have yeah. similar names, and they've exploited that for the humour. <laughs> also, Rick and Morty turn up at one point. For oh, no, good For Lord. no reason. I saw clips where the freaking droogs from Clockwork yes. Orange are in there. I'm like, what the shit? This is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's kids crap. aren't going to get into this ultra-violence. They're famously bad guys. Um, Granny does a Matrix parody. I'm like, no kids know what the Matrix is these days. They probably do now. They do now. Resurrections is taking the world by storm. I remember when I was a little kid, I talked about this recently. Um, When I was a little kid, I saw Shrek in the cinemas. And I did not like it because they do a Matrix parody scene in it where Princess Fiona does like a leap in the air and the camera spins around. And when I was like 10 years old when that movie came out, I was obsessed with the Matrix. And I thought this is extremely disrespectful. How dare they make fun of the Matrix in this lesser art form? Oh, that's so good. I uh, would have liked to have talked to you, just listened to you as a 10-year-old, just filled with rage. Yeah, I've never changed my whole life. I've been the same guy since day dot. Not even my tastes have changed. Uh, hey, so we're, we're counting down the episodes. So this year, we did 50 episodes. Wowza, congratulations. 237 to 286. Wow, um, wow, wow. They're the numbers we're looking at here, Okay. Good so Lord. For the last like four weeks, I've opened the polls up. I've let mm-hmm. people people vote. and yeah. Boy, they voted. I've been begging people to stay in line for the last four weeks on this. I'm like, if you are in line waiting to vote on Josh's best of episode, stay in line. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did. I, I counted all the yeah. votes. Wow. I held a press conference in front of Landscape Gardening, whatever it was called. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Four Seasons Four Landscape seasons. Gardening. <laughs> That's where we are now, and I'm going to read out the vote. So, <laughs> some of these. Now, this year. Now, last year was pretty much predominantly on Zoom only. Mm-hmm. I had a few uh, but near the end of the year that we could get back in the studio, but mostly this year, just with the year it was, yes. a real mix-up. Some were it some were on crazy. Zoom, some were face to face, some were live, some were even on Zoom live. Yeah, we had an I, audience of God. hundreds. I, this is why I said yes. I've been dying to know what uh, what was up with that. <laughs> I've only seen the pictures of it, and I was like, "This is magical podcasting." It was lots of fun. Everyone mm-hmm. had their uh, mute. Everyone's mute. You know what? We'll talk about it. 
a bit later on. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. A bit of foreshadowing. Wow. Okay. 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 I love the sizzle. I love the tease. This is professional podcasting at its finest. I'm feeling a tingle right now. Now, uh, we're going to start episode 242. It was a live one (gasps) at the home of the podcast as of 2022, Comedy Republic. Wowza. And this is the lineup. So it's Peter Hellier. Yes, King. Geraldine Hickey. Yes. Tom Ballard. Oh my goodness gracious. And coming in very hot from the very top of the show, Mr. Greg Larson. Wow. Okay, we do love Greggy. We do love Greggy. This is an all-star lineup. It's All these Comedy Republic ones had lots of great lineups. And also, it's, it was fun because I had some people who had never done it live before come mm. in and uh, absolutely knock it out of the park. People like Good your heavens. Grace Jarvis. Your oh, Irving I'm Majunda. a big fan. I'm a big fan of Grace Jarvis. These people. Uh, I don't think Kirsty Weebeck had done a live. Oh, no, she had done a live one. Yeah, but anyway, these just great people coming in and doing it. All right, we're going to hear what we're going to hear now is the first round. Uh Social meme media. And also, we're going to hear uh, Greg's introduction because he does. Wow, we're all sitting in the back in the green room there. Everyone was having a very pleasant mm-hmm. time. I, I I introduced them in the order I read them out. So Greg came out last. And oh, I don't know what happened by the time me going on stage, but him coming out. But he was he was smoking hot. He was furious. Wow, he was angry. And we're going to wow. listen to it right now. Also joining us is a man who shares his name with the Brisbane director of an organisation called Dream It, Build It, Live It. <laughs> Can you please welcome it's Tom Ballard. <laughs> oh, Tom, what's going on? <laughs> I've got a tiny dick. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Dream it, build it, live it, people. What do they do? They they are a um, like investment property, oh, investment company. Oh, oh, like just investing generally. Just invest your money in us. All right. I don't know. In GameStop. GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hip with the kids. I know GameStop <laughs> shares. Who, someone can explain to me later. I'm sure a podcast listener will know all about it. Okay, so, <laughs> hey, and finally, it's a man who shares his name with a Texas stand-up comedian and the author of the book. Clubby, a minor league baseball memoir. Can you please welcome it's Greg Larson? Oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm riding it all the way to 42069. GameStop, never sell. Never sell. I'll die with my stock. I'm not even fucking lying. To put 500 bucks, it's all I've got. GameStop, ride this rocket to Mars, motherfuckers. <laughs> Josh, this yep. podcast has cultivated a toxic atmosphere. <laughs> okay, I don't feel safe. <laughs> How you doing, Greg? Do you know about this other Greg Larson who's a comedian in Texas? No, but I'm going to fight him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to now at this point. He's only just started as well. He's just started. He's just started comedy. We should do a split bill. A Zoom, <laughs> a Zoom show split bill with two Greg Larsons. I love it. I'm going <laughs> to hit him up. Two Gregs. Yeah. Good job. All right. How's everyone been? Has everyone been well? I haven't seen a lot of you people face to face for a long time. Did you did you get through COVID okay? Greg, I'm pretty much talking to you. Are you? <laughs> for some reason I thought you were talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, 
um, yeah, I got thrown off. Why do people keep asking me that? I don't understand. Because you lost your fucking mind! Or have I found my mind and become next fucking level? Have I activated 100% of my brain? I'm telling you, GameStop, AMC, Blackberry. The revolution begins today. All right, let's, let's see how we go with this first round. It's called Social Me, Me Media. What I'll do, I'll read out tweets from the four of you. If you think you know who tweeted these tweets, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You're all first one-syllable names. That's great. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, the um, point goes to the person who actually tweeted it. Well, Jez. Okay. <laughs> okay, our first one. Our first one is this one. If Trump faces literally any legal consequences, I will eat an actual Jez. shit on camera. <laughs> yes, Jez. Greg Larson. That is Greg Larson, yes. Right off the bat, here we go. <laughs> See, very sane, reasonable <laughs> political analysis there. And I stand by it. I stand by it. Getting a bit nervous about the impeachment, but I stand by it. <laughs> Well, well, Pete, on the project, can you get Greg we'll, on? We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll make space. <laughs> Thank you. Come up next is MasterChef, but first... <laughs> Do you, th- you think you'll be okay? You th- I think the Senate thing... Well, well, even the Senate thing doesn't really matter too much, but you mean like the New York uh, uh, case... Yeah, when, when I say when I say actual legal consequences, I mean... Who's the guy with only one beer up here? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what kind of shit he's going to eat. <laughs> yeah, whose shit will it be? Is it your own shit? Your own well, shit. Uh, that's yet to be determined. I, <laughs> Pete I mean, Hellier's shit, I reckon. No. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Weird, under the, weird that under the right conditions, a calm can grow big and then walk around and say, stuff like, say stuff like, I've got to get to a meeting, but it's just a huge grown-up calm. <laughs> yes, Tom. I believe that was Greg Larson. That is also Greg Larson, Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm under attack here. Um, I just, it is weird that each one of us are just our dads come that got big. <laughs> Can we get a third beer for Mr. Larson, please? <laughs> and a fucking bong, man. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I, I, once, I once really offended my dad for his birthday. I wrote in his card... Uh, happy birthday, Dad. I used to live in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good 50th. And he really hated it so much. <laughs> it was the worst. My mum pulled me aside and said, you might have to make up. Uh, he's not happy. Do you have memories of living in your dad's balls? <laughs> no, no. No. You've got kids. Do you ever talk about uh, that to all? <laughs> Every night. That's how I say goodnight. You came from my balls. <laughs> I do the dishes. <laughs> Question three. My New Year's resolution is to be more of a psycho online. Pete. Jez. Yes, Pete. Jez. No, no that's no, also no, Greg Larson. Why? Why? <laughs> this is bullying. And it's also bullshit because it doesn't give me a chance to get any points. You this just, is a you rigid, just got a point. point. Oh. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know how the fucking game works, man. I don't know. And also, how is it bullying? I'm just reading stuff that you published. That is not bullying. It's bullying, man. That's According to Trump, that's bullying. <laughs> I think the word published is doing some very heavy lifting there. <laughs> let's, let's all just settle down. 
There was no editor involved in that process. Do you reckon you'll keep your resolution, Greg? Do you reckon I can't remember it? to be more of a psycho online? Yeah. I think I've done a good job so far. <laughs> I think I've done a really good job. Because I've deleted Twitter from my phone. It's not on my oh phone. Really? That's my New Year's resolution. Yeah. And then the other day, I wish I was on it because I was getting, I was trying to get dragged by Osman Faruqi. He was having a go at me, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't invest in that. I've got to be, I've got to be healthy. What was he having? <laughs> a, what was he having a go at you for? What have you done, Josh? Last week after this show, I tweeted, if if you're over the age of 27 mm. and you. Uh, uh, you have negative opinions about a, a, a list of songs that kids from regional areas voted on. You're a big virgin. <laughs> Fair call. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought, like, if you're over 27, you go, oh, they're not the songs I like, but oh, mm. well, who cares? There's other stuff mm. in the world. He had a go at me. He had a crack. Yeah. And uh, I didn't say anything because I thought I'm the bigger man. And then mm. I thought what I'll do is I'll bring it up on my podcast. And... <laughs> <laughs> This way, I can have the high road, but still get my opinion out there. Because <laughs> what I want to do was, my reply was going to just be quote tweeting him with just a virgin, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was going to walk away from Twitter forever. That's but, very uh, good. Yeah. You should have done it, and this is my advice: you should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> the year is still young, Greg. Yeah. The year is still young. You don't on, you don't really tweet that much anymore, do you? I've gone off it a little bit. Yeah. If I'm in an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> or taking a shit. <laughs> In the Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Greg will eat that. <laughs> oh, All right, next, next question. To this day, the only person to have ever worn a burqa in the Australian Senate is Pauline Hanson. Uh, Pete. Yes, Pete. It's Tom. No, it was you, you dipshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a bloody good point, though, isn't it? It is a good point. <laughs> It's a good point, well made. Oh, yes. political Pete. <laughs> How long ago was that? 2016. I didn't, didn't realise you were going that fucking far. <laughs> Sometimes I have to, Pete. <laughs> they, can't, they can't all just, hey, I'm in an Uber, I need a shit. <laughs> now whenever you read my tweets, you've got to imagine me doing a shit in an Uber. That's, it's just completely my fault. I, I like the idea that, that's, that, that you weren't trying to make a political point, it's just your parliamentary fashion blog. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing out what everyone's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Just putting it out there. If there's a role for a likeable and encouraging PE teacher in the reboot of Heartbreak High, I would like Tom. to be considered. Yes, Tom. Geraldine? That is yeah. correct. Yes, point there for Jen. Oh, Tom. Give me that fucking role. <laughs> <laughs> How great would I be doing that? Yeah. yeah. All right, Mild kids, support come on, gather around. Oh, no, that's enough of you, Pete. All right. <laughs> Gather around, everybody. Everyone got your balls? All right. Let's go. All right, just for the people in the room. Okay, I'll, I'll play one of the students. Mm -hmm. I want to see your facial reaction. This is just... I'll rack off, miss. <laughs> She's good. got the role. That's good. Very good. Like, perfect amount of don't you talk to me like that and yeah. also, like... Like, I can't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, what's going on, mate? Can't... You got to have a bit of respect now. What's what's happening at home, mate? <laughs> See? Were yeah. there any? I I missed Heartbreak High. Were there gay gay characters in there? Were there queer people? Um, I can't remember. There? Well, there will be now. Yeah. yeah. Is Alex yeah. Dimitriotis in the store? Yeah. Is he? Drazzy had an eyebrow ring. Is that is that queer? <laughs> <laughs> 
the ally, Josh Earl, everybody. <laughs> is that part of your culture, mate? Is that, <laughs> is that what you do? You love sticking things in places they don't belong. Question six. No matter how bleak things get in Melbourne, no matter how long or tense the lockdown, just know that we will always find the time and strength to hang shit on Sydney's lockout laws. Jez. Yes, Jez. Was it Tom? It was Tom. Yes, point there for Jez. Yes. Felt it. Sorry, Thank you. Tom. You know, before when I guessed my one and I got it wrong, do I get the point? No, no one, no one gets a point. Maybe I get the point. Okay. Yeah, I'm on one. No, no one gets a point. Yeah. Sorry. All right. It's really brought the mood down, sorry. No, sorry, I know, I just... We weren't briefed on the rules before we came in. <laughs> Next question. Yeah, the right has done some bad shit, but we on the left need to publicly own up to and apologise for slam poetry. Tom. Pe- <laughs> it's not okay and it's never been okay. Yes, Tom. Greg Larson. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> I think we need to look inwards and, and analyse what, what we can do better. <laughs> This was this was tweeted after the inauguration, wasn't it? Um, yeah, but it wasn't as a it wasn't based on the inauguration. It was based on me then getting into a slam poetry YouTube thing <laughs> and watching about six hours of slam poetry and then going, "Nah, I hate this." <laughs> I'd love to see some alt right slam poetry. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. well, I, I did some on Tonightly. Remember? Oh yes, <laughs> on Tonightly there was a segment, and then well, I watched. Not even I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. <laughs> That's right. It was like a Latham-inspired Yeah, I was like talking about Daddy Latham or Papa That's Latham right. and clicking my fingers. And then <laughs> and then I had something written on my chair and I pulled up my shirt and showed my belly, which is unlike me. Yeah. <laughs> did a thing of like where I was Christ crucified because the right is crucified That's by the left. That was funny. So yeah, that's, po- that's political satire, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do it. Peek behind the curtain. Yeah. So I don't get the point from. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Australians all let us rejoice for somebody once told me. Pete. <laughs> yes, Pete. It's Jez. No, it's Tom. Tom! <laughs> I was going to say, Tom, when I saw you, I thought you were enjoying your own tweet. <laughs> I thought you were laughing like, that was a good one. I enjoyed it. Stand by that. It's very good very, tweet, Very Tom. funny. Yeah, Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Question nine. If you're a reviewer at the Comedy Festival, could you please review shows like we all rate Uber drivers and just give us all five stars? Tom. <laughs> yes, Tom. Peter Hellier? No, it's uh, Jared and Hickey. Point I thought he was inspired by his surroundings. <laughs> I agree, Jez. Yeah, just five stars for everybody. Come and yeah. get out, get amongst it. Do you reckon it's going to review this year? It's, it's just like, fuck off. We're all just happy to be yeah. out of the house. We don't, we don't need your reviewers. We yeah. don't need you mucking around. No. <laughs> get out of it. It's no, but unless it's good. Yeah. 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 Well, obviously. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're then a reviewer here tonight, like, seriously, yeah. it's, it's a good show, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is, a, this is the first six-star show I've ever seen. Out <laughs> <laughs> of star. And our last question for the round. Unlike the teenage brain, my brain is finished and still bad. Pete. Yes, Pete. <laughs> Tom. You are correct. Yes, yes. Oh, Tom, yes. You're on the board. I'm in the game. Yeah, I'm in yeah. the game. <laughs> I have no memory of that, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is not retained there. There you go. 
All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Peter Hillier on one point. Go for Pete. Thank you very much. Thank you. Greg Larson also on one point. Jared and Hickey on three points. In the lead, it's Tom Ballard. Yay! On four points, on I'm four assuming. Four, yeah. yeah. Did I not say the score? No. <laughs> I like to keep it Round interesting. Round two, <laughs> second beer. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, no! Oh, oh no. don't spill my one beer! <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I have. Jazz, we have synced up. How's that? Cheese. Oh. Like nuns and their periods. <laughs> <laughs> The Bees of Christ. Yes. <laughs> Favourite miniseries. Amen. <laughs> oh, what a, what a clip. A gorgeous clip of a gorgeous time that surely the audience members shall remember for the rest of their gosh dang days. <laughs> Can I tell you a Greg Larson story? Yes, please. The hardest Greg and I have ever laughed in our lives was shared together. We were at like a birthday show at Giant Dwarf and Cam and Becky were hosting the show. And it was like towards the end and there was this choir coming on. And their choir director is like a really funny, like awesome guy, the director of the choir. Many mutual friends in common. And he was just like having a big night. And he was like, he's so charismatic. He just like stole the show from them and kept taking the mics out of their hands <laughs> and talking. And you could just see them scrambling because they couldn't get the mics back. They lost control of the show. And Greg and I were just screaming into each other's faces laughing. We are just like... Like holding each other laughing because it just could not have been more funny and people had to come up to us after the show to ask if we were okay because we were both sweating with <laughs> laughter and just seeing them like completely lose control and then they came back with two mics and they thought they couldn't and then the guy just grabbed the mic again from one of them and just started talking Greg, it was amazing he's such a good laugher because he's got a real giggle to him like mm-hmm. for such a, a big guy he's got such a little giggle it's yeah. it's it's very cute, I'll say. Very I cute. I once, on the show, I, I got him laughing a lot because I wrote a lie that someone uh, lived with someone who, instead of having hot drinks, they didn't like hot drinks. They would have just hot cups of gravy. And he... <laughs> Blue, he's like, I didn't, because he was like, I, I didn't realize you could actually do that. You could have a hot cup of gravy. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. shit. He's good value. I do like Greg Larson, both Mm -hmm. on and off the pod. Absolutely. Off the pod, the guy's also great, but he is a star once the camera or mic is pointed at him. Once you you do the countdown into podcast, he is ah, a different person. The wings grow out and an angel soars. All right, so moving on, moving on. We're up to that. So that was... The 10th most popular episode of the wow. year, according to the listeners. And that's number 10? I know. Good golly gosh me. Once we ascend the heights, we shall be having some rip-roaring times. I'm sure to be true. So this one, episode 267. Wow. The first of the Zoom online live, like, four weeks of when we went mm-hmm. into that lockdown I can't remember what one it was, five or six. I think it was six. Mm-hmm. That started off as just, oh, it'll just be a week. And ended up being like three yep. months or however long it was. Good Lord. Was this when I had just seen you? Like, this was yeah. like right after we hung I out. Think, I think, yeah, you, you did one of the last ones that we were 
like because you, you came down to down to Melbourne town. Mm-hmm. You you spread your little COVID and then you went back up yeah. and we shut down. <laughs> we shut down for ten weeks. My business is done. I shall return home. <laughs> I remember I came down because it was um, me and Fricka were hosting some stuff at like uh, Supernova, the Australian Comic Con. Yep, and. Um, there was like while we were down there, that outbreak started happening, and we're like, "Shit, what do we do? How are we going to get home? Do we have to rush home?" And because we were like at Comic Con, we were like walking around. I was maskless for a lot of the time. You know, the early masks I saw belonged to freaking Bane and Darth Vader down yeah. there, <laughs> and a flock of stormtroopers were the only people wearing masks. Bloody and Deadpool's surely... walking around. <laughs> So protected. Exactly. The only mask I saw was freaking Zorro. And it doesn't even cover his mouth, just his eyes. It's so awesome. There's just like 10 Zorros walking around and coming on. <laughs> but um, we, I got like this scare because um, uh, a friend of ours, mutual friend Scout Boxall, had like posted going, no, my LARPing, <laughs> my LARPing yes. had, been, had, had a ping. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> those could be the same nerds that I was hanging out with all week but then I had the thought was going like if they went to LARPing the night before Comic Con surely they're too tuckered out to come and I was like yep that's exactly what happened there was no yep. crossover between those two events <laughs> on the days that I was there at least uh, but yeah so this was 267 now I had a few people say hey do some more online ones mm. like I did the year before but I had did those ones at Superdoll Studios yeah and they did all the tech for it. So I was like, oh, I'm not sure how we'll go letting listeners in and then mm. making sure they're all muted. Everyone was very, very well behaved yeah. in in the actual episodes. The chat, I don't know about your listeners, Alexi, but I've got some real freaks who listen to this show. Wowza. Just in the chat, going off. Wow, we have no freaks. Only nice gentlemen, ladies and beautiful people. So we had lots of lots of fun with the chat. Now this is the first one that we did. So this is uh, Reese Nicholson, Luke McGregor, wow, Naomi so. Higgins, and <gasps> David Quirk. Oh my goodness! This yes. is an all-star lineup once again. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to share with you so you can see it. Yeah. Uh, so this is um, so at the start of every Zoom one, what I will do uh, when there's multiple people, more mm-hmm. than just the two of us, even though two is a multiple. I yes, two um, is a multiple. I, I can you see this? I can see it. Great. I get people to count to ten, taking in turns, going alphabetical order. So one, two, three. It's it's yeah. It's that it's that simple. I not like everyone, it. not everyone, figures out it straight away. We've been releasing them on Patreon when Cam and I do the count ups together. We right. cut them out and go, "That's Patreon content, man." <laughs> we count up to seventy five <laughs> just so we can fill out an episode. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'll play it now. Now. <laughs> This is uh, David went first, and then uh, and then me. So here we go. Yeah, we go. When you're ready, David. One, two. Sorry, then me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Happens every time. You can tell someone's not listening. I'm explaining the rules mm-hmm. and I can just tell they're not listening. I'm going to actually... So that was Luke McGregor not realising what was happening. And, uh, but we got there in the end. We got there in the end. And so what we're going to listen what, to now. We're going to listen to... Oh, when sorry, people do it the alphabetical style, you're like, i got to sing the whole freaking song in my head. 
you know? You gotta, the whole alphabet. I gotta sing the whole alphabet to go, okay, because, you know, I'm early in the alphabet. I'm A. I've never yeah. had to like figure out oh a and then what comes after no big no big whoop you know, but yeah. you know for for this I'm like okay you got, if you're a freaking L you got to think about what becomes before L. Well J, J K L. Yeah, then, it's, yeah, it is arguably very close yes. to what he should have realised. And it makes it easy with Zoom because you have the names mm-hmm. next to the person like they're in the bottom left hand corner you can see yeah. them exactly. Very- very, very handy if you've got someone you don't know very well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, so we're going to listen to, from 267, uh, the round, the second round, oh no, the third round. Yeah, nah, nah yeah. yeah. Mainly because of David Quirk's story, which is the fourth story in this one, Ooh. with his Wim Hof breathing techniques. Ooh, okay. All right, now to Luke. When Naomi was babysitting her niece, she jokingly told a three-year-old to make her own dinner. Her niece took her literally and made Naomi eggs. And by make eggs, she just broke two of them into a bowl, shell and all, and then asked Naomi to eat them. Naomi didn't want to break her niece's heart, so she slurped down these raw eggs because she thought food poisoning would be better than being thought of as a bad auntie. Yeah or nah? Man, we are, if that's true, we are very different people. Um... <laughs> Is that the first time you've tried raw eggs? Yes. So and only. I didn't know you could get food poisoning from them Did because get... people drink raw eggs. Well, yeah, Rocky has like what seven or something. Yeah, after he's run up the stairs. Um, they should tell you. They should put a warning you have on to screen. No, but no, eggs. I didn't get food poisoning. Um. And did you find yourself like after doing that you got you got buff so you started doing it regularly after exercise? <laughs> yeah, I got I got some pretty good gains after that um, nice. um, bodybuilding competition, but the do... scene is just toxic, so I left. <laughs> how do raw rigs taste? Just slimy. Just it, it, you know when you like undercook an egg. Like that, but fully undercooked. What, what, what Does that make sense? Do- just goo. If, if you're niece had said you know you know you clearly liked it so she started making you more eggs is there an egg cut off where you would have said that's that's too many eggs well it's usually around the kind of mid 50s i would have stopped her at that point but the thing is she was like i was just saying like i'm hungry make me food and she was literally like she was like i'm too little and i was like i have a video of that on my phone and um and i and then there was a silence for ages and then i came back I went into the kitchen and she's there holding this up to me and it broke my heart that I had like made a joke and she was so stressed about me (laughs) not eating that she went and like cracked these eggs and she spilt it all over the bench as well. She, um, she like tried to clean it up with tea towels and then I saw the mess and I went to clean. She's like, no, 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 you eat, you eat. I've got this. And I was like, I felt, I've never felt so bad in my whole life. Oh, I think it's false. Luke, you are correct. This is a non-true story, but based on a lot of truth. I think there's yeah, no, no way the kid said, I've got this. <laughs> well, and that part ate. is true. Oh, okay. You <laughs> ate. No, yeah, that all that's true. It's just that I didn't eat it. I um, I cooked the egg because I, I was like, I can't throw this out. Yeah. But she said, I'm not allowed to use the oven because um, she was too little. <laughs> So I, uh, so yeah, I had to eggs cook eggs in it. the oven. 
Well, the stove, whatever. Okay. And I guess Turki- <laughs> Turkish people are. She said, I'm not allowed to turn the knobs, was what she said. I'm paraphrasing. This part is also a lie. Anyway, she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So lies continuing. <laughs> All right, Luke. So the part that he thought was a lie was actually true. So I should get some points. No, no, no. I, 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 I the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I point to Luke. All right. Damn it. To Naomi now. You're going to point here though, Naomi. Now, David, to stay healthy, yeah. is a big fan of the Wim Hof breathing technique. And the other morning when he was doing this, he saw a bunch of cockatoos on his balcony. While holding his breath, he opened his door to feed them when they flew into his house and landed on his TV. David kept on doing the exercises and thought he would deal with them afterwards. When he opened his eyes, though, he noticed the birds had shat all over the back of the TV, which, at the time of me writing this, he still has not cleaned up. Yeah or nah? Okay, hang on. I'm just going to let my dog out. because he's. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Let the dogs out. Let the dogs out for this one, guys. This is just her biting Let time. Let the dogs out. Me. Um, okay, wait. So what is the breathing exercise? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's this dude. Um, it was actually when I was down in Tasmania doing Rosehaven. I found out that my blood pressure, they said, is on the high side of normal, which I found hmm. kind of radical because I thought I was a healthy character. Turns out it's in my family a little bit. So I thought I need to do something to maybe try and lower my blood pressure these uh, techniques apparently can help do that, and it is doing that. It's just a bre- it's just breathing, uh, developed by this maniac, extreme man, Norwegian guy named Wim Hof. He's all about cold temperature and breathing. Okay, and what kind of cockatoos were they? Uh, the sulfur crested, I believe they're called. Thanks for asking. The white ones. With the little mo- yellow mohawk. How many of them? Mm, on this occasion, two. Two flew in and sat on the TV. Yes, I came to see they were sitting on the TV, yeah. So you had your eyes closed and you yeah. heard them come in, mm. but you thought, I no, just No, no, I didn't, didn't hear because I've got... There, there's breathing. The other part of, the, of it is not breathing, the retention. And so that's the part which, that's the closest to meditation. And I sort of pumped some ambient music. So I definitely didn't hear them come in. And kind of I was in a deep fasting. state. What's that? Oxygen fasting. Yes. Oh. Yes. Are you putting it together um, now, Reese? Like maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was like that before I started doing this stuff. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> um, and and they and they shot on the TV? Yes, a little bit. <laughs> down down the back of it? Yeah, down the back, but it's a thinner TV, obviously, so I've got a bit of that, but more down the back of the TV, yeah. All over um, the um, bench. And you didn't clean it? No, because this was, like, yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, yes, I was well, obviously very busy for him. He just could, didn't have time. Been, he's been flat out. <laughs> well, he's got high blood Locked pressure. Down. I haven't, been home, be haven't been home much, you know. <laughs> Wait, I've are you in tra- Tasmania tra- right now? I've been travelling a lot. So you went to Byron Bay yesterday, didn't you? You left yeah, Sydney to go I'm to Byron. Stu- Sorry, no. Uh, Are you no, in Tasmania just... right now? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm lazy and oh. my um, I just didn't clean it because I'm a pig. Oh, okay. No, I don't think that's true. Naomi, <laughs> you are correct. This is not true, but it's it's based on a lot of truth. You know I feel like you are to too just... polite to yeah. leave that. Do you know how I'm cool? My, my partner, if I 
let a bird shit in. I'd be, that was even hard to lie about that part. That was hard to lie about. So all, but yeah, the truth is the truth is way weirder and way worse. Yeah, I let, think. Let's hear the truth. So the Wim Hof technique is something you're doing. You told me you can yeah. hold your breath now for four minutes. Sometimes, but, very rarely, very rarely. But still, that's very impressive if you only do it once. Yeah, true, true. It's crazy. But the birds are true as well. The birds are true. They land. So yeah, like I'm looking down. There's downstairs here. I can see the balcony, and they show up most days. Sometimes several times a day, and I'm obsessed with it. They're like pets. And or in my mind, they're like pets. And I had this idea because I was in there having a particularly good session on this occasion. And I saw them. I've only fed them during. I've only fed them a great session. Um, I was. I've only fed them two or three times in the last uh, a, a few months, really. And it always sort of ruins the session a little bit. But I'm like, ah, oh, they're my babies. I better feed them. So on this occasion, I was having a great session and. I thought I'll do it anyway, but I, and I, instead of feeding them properly up on the, the ledge, I scattered them across the ground out on the terrace and even left the door wide open in the freezing cold. This is at like 7.30 in the morning and brought nuts inside, hoping, this is while I'm in this breathing stuff, hoping that they would come inside and I'd have new pets. Uh, that's what I was actually thinking. It was a very, very quick vegan. thought process. But then I sat back down and then I hear my partner, Gemma, and this is when I was in the retention, which is the meditative, beautiful part. Um, I hear her go, why the fuck's the door open? Why are there fucking nuts on the ground? <laughs> and it, needless to say, it sort of, um, it, it upset my session. <laughs> and instead of waiting the minute and a half of like, till it ended, and then I could have rectified the whole thing and shut the door at least. I decided to get up during the retention, which I've never done. I walk out. When you're not breathing. Yeah, not breathing. I thought, oh, I can do this. I'll, I'll, I've probably got another minute before I need to breathe. That's okay. I walked outside, picked up each of these peanuts, put them in front of the birds, shut the door, walked back, and I thought, I'm. And my body starts to like convulse because you're at the, you're about to die or you need to breathe, basically. And I thought, oh, I'll just breathe the minute I sit down. As soon as I sit down, I'll just take a big, big inhalation. But before I got to that, I was about two meters away from my seat and I blacked out and collapsed into some sculptures and stubbed the hell out of my toe. It went black. And I was just crouched over a sort of sculpture and I sort of like woke up and then I looked and the birds were looking at me. And um, yeah, it was. It says to not do it while driving and now I believe. Yeah. Uh, see, I knew too polite to leave bird shit on a TV too polite to wait one minute to make your girlfriend feel better, you'd rather die. <laughs> you see, now, Naomi, if, true, if I wrote that story up, would you have said yeah or nah? I reckon you would have said nah on that one. Yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah. I know. It's like it, it should have ended it like trying to get new pets of wild animals. And, yeah, you're, it ended you, with me just like collapsing. You're one of the only people on earth who I'd believe died from holding their breath too long. Yeah. <laughs> While trying to make friends with birds. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, forgot to, yeah. just forgot to set a reminder to breathe again. Yeah, All right. I love that, like, you... What did you say? That um, you either are about to die or you need to breathe, which yeah. I think are kind of the two states in life. Like, those yeah. are the two definites yeah. you can have in life. Yeah. Like, we're no, in those states crazy, right now. Yeah. It's actually a crazy practice because it makes you sort of aware of that 
every day, every morning, because it, it, it adrenalizes you a little bit and it oxid, puts oxygen in your bloodstream. So you feel quite amazing. But yeah, you, there's this slight connection to like, oh, that's right. If you don't breathe, you die. It's, it's kind of nice and it's uh, scary. And that is a clip. Now, yeah. Now, I'm, I should say, I'm not, I'm not surprised it's in there, but I am surprised in a way because I felt, mm-hmm. because I was doing so much in that episode of doing the tech side and super worried about that not working and also yeah. recording it. I don't remember, I, when I listen back to it, I don't remember any of that episode. Wow, because your mind is in the the mechanics of the show rather than feeling the moment. Yeah, it it really it wasn't until a few weeks later that I actually felt comfortable doing. Even though I'd been doing zooms for almost like fifteen months by that stage. Yeah, it wasn't until like three weeks after that I felt, oh, I'm comfortable now wow. doing the ones with the audience. Hey, Josh, can I tell you something that happened to me today that I've been dying to tell you? Yes. Or warning. So this morning, you know, you and I have a proclivity that we share, me, you and Cameron James, we share a deep, deep love of the Jackass film franchise and TV universe. Um, This morning, a clip has gone viral of Steve-O interviewing Frankie Muniz, where Frankie Muniz clears up the conundrum, the fake news story, that he has no memory of what happened on Malcolm in the Middle because he's had, like, concussions and stuff. And so he goes on the record to me how that's phony baloney. That's something that started because when he was doing Dancing with the Stars, they gave him a story where they're like, hey, this was the best year of your life. He's like, I actually don't really remember that. And so they, like, extrapolated that, and it's gone crazy over the years since that he doesn't remember filming Malcolm in the Middle. And so Steve-O's interviewing him. It's a great podcast. My partner is in the kitchen like a few meters over and she hears me listening and watching this like video podcast of Steve-O interviewing Frankie Muniz. Because as we established, you couldn't find your headphones. So mm-hmm. she I've she lost my yeah. So everyone's got to hear everything through the house. And she goes, oh, is that Whoopi? I'm like, huh? Is that Whoopi? And I just paused, like, you have to come and see who you think Whoopi Goldberg is. She thought I was watching The View, but Steve and Whoopi Goldberg have identical voices. As soon as it ended, I watched oh. a Whoopi Goldberg clip. I was like, oh my God, they have the same voice. Yeah, Whoopi's got really raspy. Mm, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna, got- that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to fake out all Whoopi Goldberg movies with just the audio of Steve-O. Steve-O doing his stand-up. Oh, st- if you want to feel really bad, watch Steve on any of the roasts. He just mm. so out of his element. Like, yeah, he you know he's a physical performance artist. You know, roast is out of his zone. Yeah. Stay in your lane, Steve. Well, you know, expand your horizon, Steve. But you know, he's taken it very well. Yes. All right. So, ah, oh, well, on this on this episode. Oh we, god, we had the Whoopi and Steve. The Australian Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> wow. Dying to find out who you're going to say it is. Nick Cody. is. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> it's a good one too. I get yeah, it. Yeah. We have, no, we have Ursula Carlson, mm-hmm. Nick Cody, Mel Buttle, Kirsty Wiebeck. Okay, so, awesome. This was a super fun uh, one. Kirsty and Ursula never met before. They got on very oh, well wow. straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Cody and Mel are always great on the show. Love them so much. Yeah. What we're going to listen to now, we're going to listen to uh, 9 to 5, What a Way to Make a Living, Mel Buttle, when she was working as a teacher mm-hmm. and what she did to get back at a student who she didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this round is called 9 to 5, What a Way to Make a Living. Now, 
this round, we go back and talk about those jobs that have stayed with us, those memorable jobs. And today we're talking about a young Melinda Buttle. Now, when Mel was working as a teacher, she got picked up by her partner in the car when a student saw her and started making fun of her for being a teacher and still needed to get picked up after school. Now, what did Mel do to get back at this student? Was it A, she went into his student drive and deleted all his files, all his pictures of friends, his family, all his games, music files, (laughs) movies, everything, although she did leave his schoolwork. That's A. B, she carved his surname into the door of the classroom and then framed him for the crime. Or C, the next day in class, Mel needed to fart, so I walked over to the boy's desk where he was and cropped us to the area. <laughs> Mel then made a big commotion, blamed the boy for it, for being disgusting, and then sent him out of the class. Now, one of these is true. You can ask her as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, she wants you to get this wrong, so she's not going to answer correctly. You don't have to answer altogether. You can answer individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Oh, I'm, I've met Butt, so I'm surprised that there wasn't a coward punch option. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that that was the fart, I reckon. That's the the teacher's coward punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slowly poisoning it. This is hard because all three of those Viable. fantastic ideas. Wish I'd done them all, to be honest. Yeah. Mel, did you – I'm just going to assume they're all true – um, did you use a knife or like a, a nail or something to carve his name into the door? How did it go down? I used a compass. Oh, yes. Oh, compass. yeah. That's old school. I yeah. respect that. Yeah. 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 Heaps yeah. of compasses. Although we collect the compasses these days and keep them in a bag in like a cupboard or a teacher's drawer because kids with compasses, you will, there'll be a stabbing. Like, Is that the plural so, for yeah. compass? Compasses. Kampai. I don't know. Kampai. Kampai. Oh, no. Don't type that in Pornhub. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Too late. Guys, I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I, how, what was on the student drive? So photos, documents, was there anything really important or did you just want to wipe it? Um, Just to show me. I just wanted, yeah, just, I wanted him to come to school, log in, have a terrible experience and hopefully in a passive-aggressive way put that together with being mean to me the previous afternoon. Um, Logically, I can hear myself saying it. My psychologist would be like, and how would that work? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I I, I got in there and I deleted a photo of um, him and his nan and his silky terrier. Gone. Halo, the video game, he loved playing that. That's fucking gone. Um, he wanted to be a firefighter, so he had like photos of fire trucks and stuff saved. Say goodbye to those. He's not a firefighter, by the way. Didn't make it. Thanks, Ms. Buttle. Yeah. But, but um, how did you how did you have access to his student drive? Easy peasy. You you go in, you log in the Ed Queensland system and then you go to like the student drive drive which is like their G drive where they save everything and you just and it's just there his folder you just find his folder and just delete 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 off you go yeah so I've just okay. got to make a time stamp did you say his name then Mel I've just got to time stamp that out in case yep great yep. good I did I, I nearly said his whole name 
30 yes, minutes and 30 seconds. Joshua. There we go. Good. Good to know. Well, <laughs> oh, but while well, I've got your attention, um, just yes. to change course for a sec, um, how, how big do you reckon the fart was? <laughs> oh. So it was a fart that I knew would be silent. Um, oh. You know when you just... Oh. You, know. you just know with things. No. You do know. You know. You know. Yeah, you know. I think no. you do know your own, your own anus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, if I, if I can accuse him of this, it will not only humiliate him, but I'll get to do a fart and get, get a fart oh. out and then <laughs> it's get, a win-win. get to do some. Yeah. 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 For for the listeners, can we just so you know, just so we know what we're talking about, we're talking about a cooked burp. Just so you know, a fart is a cooked burp, as we've established from last week. A cooked burp, yes. Yeah, fragrant. Um, yeah. Was it a meaty one or are you a vegetarian? What's your diet? Like, you know, if you're going to drop a fart. Yeah. Because you can't just trust the wild fart, you know, like it could be. Could be more embarrassing for you. Mel, can I guess this for bonus points? You're in Brisbane, so just Eagle Boys Pizza and Rumbos? <laughs> yeah, spot on, mate. Yeah, I've had six rum and cokes that morning. Um, <laughs> and you back yourself, it's going to be silent. Whoa. It's sort of sulfur. It, it, yeah, a oh, sulfur-tinged <laughs> number. Yeah. Okay. Um, not vegetarian. I'm a meat eater. Uh, dairy, I find adds a, a really nice top note. Yeah. Um, it makes it that player. nutty, that nutty that carries it. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Oh. Uh, I knew it had the line and length to get there. So, you know, why not? <sighs> That's a lot to unpack. Right, do, do people think they know what they're going to lock in? Yes. All right. What do you think, Ursula? Yep. A, B or C? I'm going to go for um, scratching the name in the door because I just I, I the the fart I think is too wild and the the file deleting shit is too far. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kirsty, I'm going to go for the fart. Okay. Fart for Kirsty. I wanted to be the fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nicholas Cody, I'm going to go for the fart because I want positivity back in the world. Well. <laughs> You three, the correct answer was A, she deleted all his files, so three points there for Mel Buttle. You are cold. Wow. You're a cold, <laughs> dead set bitch. You deleted the photo of Nan and the Silky Terrier, but you're and a the cold. Halo. Cold. Yeah, and you gone. write for the Korean Mail, you're a monster. Oh. I'm a monster. I am part of the problem. And <laughs> what's wrong with the world? Yeah. No, he... He also, um, this was one of many, so the, the whole picture you don't have is this was the icing on the cake incident-wise between me and this person, this student. He had also, during a class, I was only supervising. He'd opened up his laptop, found that I did stand-up and started playing some stand-up out loud and I, like, heard myself talking. And I was like, where's that coming from? Where is it? And he's just sitting there going, not funny. Not not enjoying oh. this at all. Uh, I was like, "You little." So yeah, this was like building up to me yeah. absolutely snapping. Um, I left his work there. It's a school computer. It is not designed yeah. for playing Halo. <laughs> that is a home yeah. activity. Yeah. That is not. 
I don't know what Nan and your silky terrier has to do with doing work today. Yeah, and you I... sent a clear message not to mess with your gala set ever. <laughs> That's right. See, I... <laughs> I like to think Buttle's like a reverse dangerous mind, like goes into a good school and then just fucks all the kids up. up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, take that, Michelle Pfeiffer. (laughs) This is Gangster Paradise. Hey, but do you think, because it's school, so do you think it was just mean to you? Because maybe he had a thing for you and it's like the equivalent of pulling your ponytail. He was just whacking all furiously to you, you know. I don't think so. I was very into wearing Birkenstocks and sort of turtlenecks in this oh, era. Oh, you were going full uniform. We in yeah, combo, Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. yeah. Uh, you got a rug no, up. No, I don't think he. No, he was just. He wasn't in. I don't think he was into me. He was just a, a really oppositional kid who'd say, like, you be in class to support the special ed kids, but you sort of pretend that you're not just there for them, so they can have some fucking dignity and he'd be like why don't you ever help me i'd be like put the pieces together mate (laughs) who am i plonking myself casually down next to today for the 300th day in a row oh that one over there yes um yeah also someone in the comments was like the third one was clearly a josh one um that I didn't cut that. I used to work as a teacher. I know another teacher who did that to get back at someone. So mm. it wasn't something that I <laughs> no. did, but I know a teacher yeah, just crop dusted the back row of the boys and then blamed one of them, kicked him out of the class. It's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. It's stealthy. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, well done, Mel. Good job, and good job by all for for your guessing. I do love it, Joshua, when you have like inspired pairings of people that have never met before or never worked together. Like one of my favorite episodes that I listened to probably like three or four, maybe even up to five times, is where Joel Dusha and Greg Larson meet for the first time. It's a good one, isn't it? That's my probably my favorite episode of the show because it's just like there's something so inspired about getting those two minds in the same room together. It was great. And also, I remember that one because that was the episode, and I've said it on record, my favorite story I've ever come up with, which was a kid. <laughs> tomato to, sauce bottle. Yeah, went to school with a tomato sauce bottle as his water bottle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and look, not to go behind the curtain too much, but like I, I'm also working on Would I Lie to You mm-hmm. at the minute. And uh, you, that, you may hear a story very similar to, oh, wow. to that so- one. That's awesome. Up. Yeah. I'm so glad you're working on that. I was like, man, if they don't okay, Josh, they're stupid. So they're not stupid. They're not stupid. And look, they've got some good people on it. I'm, That's I'm awesome. Look, I'm looking forward to watching. I didn't get to see any of the records because everything was uh, mm-hmm. very COVID safe and no extra people were allowed on, on set. Uh, but by all accounts, very funny. That's very awesome. Funny. Um, yeah. So that's 270. Now, now we're heading to the – this is – of all, I've got the full list of all ten in front of me. We're mm-hmm. up to so that was number seven. We're now going to number wow. six. 
No, so that, was, that, number, was... that was number eight. Now I've got to number seven, sorry. Okay, so if that was number eight, yeah. my gosh. From it's what a... we are going to hear in number seven, as these numbers escalate to being smaller numbers and bigger votes on the episodes... You would m- think they'll be better, right? <laughs> I think they are getting better from what I've <laughs> seen of these and heard of the clips. I'm ready to lose my mind. <laughs> so, this one was... In the room now. <gasps> wow, we're, we're, you're we're, back in the room star. <laughs> which is the joke I made twice this year. Said, oh, you're goodness. back in the room, as Daryl Summers once said, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone on either records Good knew Lord. what I was talking about. I would have been howling had I been there. It's a joke that me and Daslo like to make to each other quite a bit. So mm-hmm. we have. Stupid Old Studios is where my office is. Now, they're, they're, they're moving spaces. They're moving. And so we couldn't get the recording studio, so we were just in my office, which oh, I think you wow, recorded so one in my office I too. was, late night we're in just, the office. Yeah, and so this one, uh, episode 280, it's Charlie Pickering, Claire Hooper, Damien Cullinan, oh, so. and Jess Perkins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this was one that... now. I get a few messages when I have like uh, so. Not saying that they're oh they are older. Looking at they're, they're a generation older than the other, apart from Jess. Yeah, we are I, next gen, and yeah. they are previous generation. They are the original Star Trek series, and we are the next gen. Every time I get a uh, an episode out with you know the the older generation on, I get the elder statesman of the arts. I get messages, and I know they're going to be from five people going. I love the podcast every week, but when you get people from my generation on, I just love it even more. Wow. Okay, that is ageist. So, to the listeners <laughs> that do not appreciate us young guns coming on the podcast nearly as much as established stars, I would tell you right now: head over to your bathroom and look into the mirror, and take a look at who you are. And get the frick over it, okay? I'm taking over the business, so watch out. Uh, it's also, I will be ubiquitous one day, okay? Look in the mirror and say, <laughs> if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you got to wake up and pay attention. Pay attention, okay? The aforementioned Steve-O's sister act. <laughs> the arts are changing. Whoopi is being replaced by Steve-O this very minute on The View. And you won't know what the frick hit you, okay? The new guns are taking over. There's a revolution happening, baby, and get on the right side of history. Like when Kevin Spacey was replaced in that movie and they green screened. Was it Christopher Plummer? Yeah, Chrissy. We got Chrissy in there. We're going we're gonna to go back and we're going to replace Steve-O mm-hmm. into all of Whoopi Goldberg's films. And you're going to make me host you back in the room yes. via digital technology. In Ghost, steve is going to say the immortal line, tens and twenties. Uh, <laughs> Sister Act, he's going to sing all the songs. Yep. And he's going to kiss Harvey Keitel on the lips. It's going to be awesome. Yes. We're going to have Eddie. He's going to coach the New York Knickerbockers. It's going to be so good. And yeah, Whoopi's going to freaking eat a turd, okay? We're sweeping it. She's going on jackass, okay? She's going on freaking wild boys. She's going to jump into a ceiling fan. She's going to go into a porta potty and get blasted into the air. She's going to be very mean to Wee Man and Preston, okay? <laughs> Out of character for her, but she can change. Oh, that would be great. I love it. All right, but what we're listening to now. So this is from episode 280. It's. Yeah, nah, yeah. 
Once again, my favourite of this one, Damien Callanan's father's story about the pig in the <laughs> bath. <laughs> So, to Damien, when Jess was in high school, she once changed her phone provider because she found out her crush was with a different provider, and this way, she knew they could have unlimited text back and forth, and it didn't eat up her credit. Mm. Yeah or nah? Okay, who are you with? I was with Telstra. Yeah, and they were with? Optus. Optus. Okay. Yeah. It's real. And it was costing, you know, it was back when it was, what, 25 cents a text or something? Yeah. And that was not many characters. Um, did they consider changing to your provider? Nah. Did well, they I know you changed provider? Uh, yes, because I had to change my phone number as well. Yeah, right. It was a whole. Oh, wow. It was a whole big thing, just so that I could text a boy. Oh God, I knew I would say and something. And did it? Um, did, did the relationship sustain? Yes, actually. Yeah. For about six years. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, it was a long term. So, so you saved it over time. Yeah, it was yeah. a great investment. Did you yeah. go back to Telstra? No, still with Optus. Still with Optus. Like Fifteen years okay. ago. It'd be great <sighs> if that, when they say when do you, like when you leave, why are you leaving? Yeah. You yeah. Why are you leaving? <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No further no, questions. No further Thank you. questions. Thank you. Mm. Okay. Um, I think that is true. You are correct. That is a true story. Yeah. How did you convince your parents to let you just change phone providers? I was like, I just did it myself. Uh, I was 17 independent woman. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Forget who you're talking to. No. Um, <laughs> uh, my parents were ne- never, ever paid for my phone at all. It was always just me. So, And it was, co- it was, I was getting credit. Like, I was having to top up every week. And I was working as a barista at Gloria Jeans. I didn't have a lot of cash. So yeah. I needed those sweet, sweet free texts. So, point there to Damien. Now, to Jess. For roll call in high school, Charlie once got a friend to zip him up in a large sports kit bag (laughs) and carry him into the classroom. When the teacher called Charlie's name, he would call out present and the teacher had no idea where the voice was coming from. He then appeared from the bag to much acclaim from the classroom. Charlie then repeated this to the next four classes until he got detention. Yeah or nah? Why'd you get (laughs) detention? That seems unfair. Um, I went to a very... well, fairly strict traditional school, mm. and that shows a level of disrespect to authority that was <laughs> not welcome. Hiding in a bag. Well, <laughs> no, but making a mockery of the roll yeah. call system. Yeah. One of those very strict schools system. where it's like four chances and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. And also, one of the students carrying their own sports bag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you meant to leave it with a valet. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. It doesn't look good when the students carry I mean, their own bag. What do you bag. think this is, caring? Um, <laughs> 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 I don't even want to ask more questions. I want so badly for it to be true that I'm going to say, yeah. You are correct. This is a true yes. story. Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's great. I just made myself very small and it was very so uncomfortable. <laughs> it, was, it was very... Did you then... So you st- spent the rest of the class in the bag? No. Well, each class, I'd be carried there at the start of the class and basically the bag was put next to a desk at the yeah. front. Mm. Right. And then they read the roll. and I would call out from inside the bag and then, mm. and then do a, a bit of a reveal where I unzip it. Emerge. Very right. <laughs> and um, uh, unseen by the teacher. Unseen, the reveal. No, unseen by the teacher until I reveal. Reveal. Bag and yeah. the teacher was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, oh, so you did it to I? different teachers. Yeah, I did oh, it in four classes. classes. Can you please um, which cl- which teacher stood for it, and what was the teacher that finally Snapped. put their foot down? <laughs> Can, um, can we guess? Can we guess which class they took? Which subject? Okay. So I'm yeah. going to say English teachers were fine with it. I'm going to say science teacher didn't want oh, a bar of it. I would have said maths. Science teachers love practical jokes. That's why they learn about chemistry. Was it your well teacher? 
Sport? No. Nah, P- P- P-E-Bins, P- they'd be up for it. I'll give Were you they? a hint. It, it was in year nine and I was doing a subject that you tend to have done like maybe up to year nine-ish, but you maybe didn't do... Beyond that. Beyond, like you, it wasn't in your final suite of subjects in year 12. Yeah. So, but was it a like, language? Diablo. It was not a language. Not Diablo. A language. <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> Diablo class, of course. Was it humanities? Uh, it was a humanities subject. Like art? Geography. No. Yes, it was geography. Geography. Oh. Mr. Hensel in geography. Yep. And he's the one yep. who broke. That yeah, he was was the it because he couldn't identify where it was? <laughs> 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 I don't like it. He was just a zero bullshit operator. And yeah. He was just like... And it was literally... All the other teachers had found it funny. In some, which is how I got away with most of my shit at high school was... I, I was playing practical jokes on <coughs> most of the kids and yeah. teachers a lot of the time. And that I, he just didn't laugh and it was like that's bullshit detention like yeah. you know and that was it wow do you, Charlie do you still play practical jokes occasionally I'm, I kind of lost the art of it or I feel yeah. like I, I, I'm not sure yeah. my dad was you know what that's your dad what your therapist great say to practical you. jokers yeah. Yeah. yeah like don't bring back mm. basketball bring back practical jokes yeah. Yeah. I did one the other day and it was way 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 the, see the thing is you described that amazing sports bag one and I'm like I just respect you so much because if that were me, I would have given myself away immediately by giggling the whole time. Yes. <laughs> like, how Can did I you tell not, you how I did how it? How are you not shortling? Please tell me. I remember this so clearly because it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? It was so tight. My head, like, I was yeah. like bent under. It was, and my and it took two friends to carry the bag between <laughs> yeah. classes and they were yeah. like both in the rugby town. They were big dudes, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was so uncomfortable <laughs> and so, um, it was painful to do. And I had recently, in history, we watched a documentary about the Cold War and stories of smuggling people <laughs> across the Berlin Wall. Yeah, right. Oh, so and, so it had, and so it had... And I remember these stories of people hiding in suitcases and I was thinking, just remember what they went through to get over <laughs> the Berlin Wall. And that kept me like staying really fucking serious. Yeah. Fritz, Fritz Wettel's a geography teacher, she's this. <laughs> So you get a point there, Jess. Now to Charlie. When Claire was living in London, she agreed to do a gig for a night called Wibbly Wobbly Boat, which she only realised when she arrived was on an actual boat for ten people who heckled Claire for the entire set. Mm. The thing was, Claire had to record the set and send it into an audition. And even though it was one of the worst gigs of her life, Claire still got the part. Yeah or nah? Where was the Wibbly Wobbly Boat um, moored? Because I oh, like, no. I suspect I did the gig. <laughs> <laughs> like, I suspect I've done gigs on boats in London. You've done gigs on boats in London. Yes. On boats. Sorry, plural. Yes. Are there many boats? Yeah, I've done three have... boats. In really, London. you've done three boats. Yeah. Uh, like one was probably pri- technically a barge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like this one could have been as well. Could have been a barge. I don't know. I don't differentiate. Do you so remember where it was? Like, do you remember where you had to get off and do it? Um, um, it was not far from the original gig that I thought it was going to be. Like I thought <laughs> I was signing up for a gig. Oh, where's the, um, I can't remember the names of anywhere in London. At so all. what's that? <laughs> She's doing a circular motion with her hand. So yeah, because Buckingham that is Palace. a <laughs> tunnel down near those markets that are near the ah Covent so i'm Garden. thinking of the air i'm thinking of an area on the Thames. okay well done that's really narrowed it down oh my yeah. god um, Come on. no 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 i um i know i know london let's think about the area near the markets <laughs> all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
was it? Do you know what? I reckon you should ask me another question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this has been a gold mine. Um, so now, Your geography teacher has just given you a okay, detention, by I the way. in London many years ago. To You know, like I don't... I, don't remember. Pre-Great Fire? So that 1666. was... 1666. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I was living in uh, Kilburn, but it wasn't anywhere near the other side of the city, like down, obviously, closer to the Thames where the boats are. Um, so was it actually wibbly-wobbly? Like, was the boat itself... No, I wasn't moving much during the gig, but it wasn't a big boat either. Yeah. Maybe had there been more movement in the water, but it was moored, so it was just... You knew, you knew, you know that kind of weird feeling of knowing you're on a boat, but still not like needing to hold on to something to do the gig, like yeah. performing on a waterbed. It's like a perform- movement. L- I yeah. always yeah. perform on a waterbed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I'm curious also. Yeah. What was the audition tape for? Um, it was to send back to Melbourne Comedy Festival to get into the Comedy Zone, which I did wow. in 2005. Yeah, yeah. That that is interesting. That was the aquatic, mm. the aquatic themed comedy. Is that zone. why you did your gigs on boats? No, just for cash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any cash. Just to save up money. Um, oh, it's funny because I feel like you looked up to the left when I asked you What's about. What's the left? Where, where did you send your the, left or uh, mine? Oh, your you, left. Did I? And. I'm trying to remember if Starboard. that's a lie or true. Like I, just know, I just know you were definitely thinking about something. You were either trying to remember what it was for Any or you were trying to make up what it was London. for. As yep. a poker player, Charlie's either going to be very, very rich or very, very poor. Yeah, yeah. that's no right. Between. Mm. I'm going all in because my hand is great. Um, uh, I believe that this is... Yeah, that's true. You are correct. This is a true story. Put there for Charlie, yeah. Oh, Wibbly wobbly. So... Mm-hmm. The gig, though. You okay, so... Um, By the way, that I think plays really well on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> just to tell... I don't know if it's true, because people quite often on this show will have, like, when they're trying to think of something, either they're going to... I haven't thought about this for so long until Josh asked yeah, me to send Yeah, and they're story really through. similar parts of the brain. Yeah. They're, like, looking up centrally or looking up slightly to the left, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I genuinely can't remember where it was. I remember it was really hard to find. So I got called by... Probably not called like an email. I don't even remember how people communicated in 2004. But um, comedy festival were like, uh, well, you're not in the country, but do you want to be considered for comedy zone? Just send us a five minute video, and I had to send a literal video because that's oh, how video. long yeah, ago it was, course. right? So an yeah. actual VHS, and it was so complicated trying to work it out because I was in London, but not really with all of my stuff or anything. So I was working at HMV, and I found a friend a person i worked with i was barely there and i was like do you have video camera she's like yeah and i'm like could you come to this gig with me and record the thing and anyway so she came along with me we got lost we went to the wrong club and then we couldn't find it and we stopped for mcflurries <laughs> just to get our strength up and then we're like all right we can do this and then we kept and then we find this gig we go to the address on the tent and we're like oh it's an actual boat go onto the boat obviously nobody goes to a gig on a boat so it's my friend and the organizer of the event whose 50th birthday it is, and all of his friends, and they're written off. And so I do this gig with my lovely friend recording while he and his friends sort of sit side of the stage rather than in front of it, just heckling me the whole time. Um, Whole five minutes they heckled me and I just, I was like, oh, well, and 
and like put it onto a VHS and put it in a mailbag and <laughs> sent it to Melbourne Comedy Festival. And I guess they admired my delusion. They were like, <laughs> yeah, right. I can't. I can't believe I got it off that. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you couldn't even see my jokes. You know, you I'm ma- doing my bits and I'm just getting drowned out by these drunk guys going, shout tits, like in an mm. ironic way, guys. Can you and imagine also- being a new comic in 2005 also auditioning and hearing this story and realising that, fuck, I was That's- worse. <laughs> <laughs> you were worse <laughs> than that. Do you know, Charlie, it was, um, did you, you might have done this gig because it was Malcolm Hardy. Yeah. And it was really shortly before he fell off a boat and died. And died in the Thames. Yeah. 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 Was it his 50th? Well, yeah, it was his 50th. Yeah. He was the organiser yeah. of the event. This was a very, very much separate, but it was really close so to do, his death. So I did do that gig and I did... I assume it was the same tiny and there was boat. Another, there was another boat gig, that's why I was asking, which was down in... I think it was on Embankment. Or do you remember? Bank, yeah, Embankment was where I was thinking about, but where was the Malcolm Hardy one? So sorry, Josh. I just... feel like the Malcolm Hardy one was down near... Not Spitalfield. What is it? Cuddy Sark, or like I feel like that was a different spot. Like it was yeah, a, a yeah. different location. But I, yeah. Um, I performed on a shipping container in Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down the main. Did you have a good gig? Yeah, I, it, yeah. Yeah, of course you did. You're Charlie Pickering. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I had some terrible gigs when I was there. But I remember one of them was like I met. Is where I met Greg Davis for the first time. Oh. And he was like the nicest human on the planet. He's lovely. And and like that was a great like a magical gig. And I thought if that if you mentioned that I was gonna know it was legit. But anyway, I got I got there eventually. It's all right. Okay. You got so, me. To Claire. Now Damien's dad once won an entire pig in a pub meat raffle. He then brought it home, but it was too large to fit in the fridge, so the pig lived in the bath until Damien's dad's butcher mate could come around and cut it up for them. Oh. Yeah. So or sorry. Nah. Okay, oh. so the pig was it was Dead when he won it. I presume so. This this is a relatively new story in the lexicon of my family, and I've been doing this kind of weird family podcast where I'm interviewing my uncles and what well, just for posterity. And my sister revealed this story. It was one of those. Ones, how, how have no one ever mentioned this before? Because <laughs> it was before I was born. But yes, yeah, so apparently they all um, dad came. Dad used to go to the pub on Friday. And they came. They they went in the bathroom. The entire pig with a lemon in its mouth just sitting there. Presumably on ice, but maybe not. <laughs> okay, this one's a hard one to ask you questions about because this is. You um, yeah, this I'm relying you were born. on. All right, okay. On, on everyone else's yeah, did they tell you how the pig was re- like brought back to the bath? Like that's the- no, they just kind of um, I mean, like a fully grown pig. Those things are massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was in it was in entire a, su- a suckling pig. So presumably like a. Like a middle-sized pig, because when when they grow up fully, aren't they just too big for a bath? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Good I question. don't know heaps about eating yeah, pigs. Yeah. I don't eat. It was. It pigs. wasn't a piglet. It was. A, yeah. It might depend on the pig. Really, like a t- Berkshire yeah, is a big. Yeah. It's a big situation. Mm, I guess I've only ever met really big pigs. Yeah. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> a pig, a pig <laughs> is no bigger than a human, and we fit in baths. What? We're about the same. If you Have you been to it, Collingwood Children's Farm? Yeah. yeah. If you lie down next to the pigs, there, you want to be the same length. They're, 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 they're just heavy. They're girth, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, oh. it doesn't matter. Anyway. Like I'm asking like too many pig size questions and <laughs> it's not enough. length with the same, but mm. not in girth. Not girth, no. Mm. Can pigs remember a voice? <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's probably outside the purview of the. Um... <laughs> oh, all right, okay. So, um, have you talked to your dad about it since? Like, as in. No, he's dead. 
Oh, I'm so um, sorry. So, that's like, right. you've heard this through your sister. Yeah, I've only heard this quite recently. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I can't corroborate. I've started to corroborate a little bit with the other siblings who, who um, well, there's only my brother who was probably old enough to remember it. Did he win much stuff at the pub? No, but I kind of found out more about him. He used to go to the pub a lot. Yeah. More than I kind of knew, my, like in his younger years. My pop won a colour TV. They were the first family oh. on the street that had... No, oh, maybe wow. it was just a TV. My dad was the first family in the street that had a TV. And when the... What was the... Like the Disney show... Or the, what's it called? Walt Disney? Wide World of... Oh, no. Um, the Mickey Mouse Club. Wonderful World of... Oh, Mickey Mouse Mickey Mouse Club. When that was on... All the kids in the street would go to the window and they would turn the TV around yeah. oh and open God. the window and they would sit there. The, the, the Earl kids would sit in the front inside of course. and they'd invite a couple of their friends in. But there was like 40 kids behind oh. them just watching. Like in the movies when it's like a news report yeah. happening and they're like everyone around the, the How very shop. nearly welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, but the <laughs> dad, that dad was like, we were the most popular kids. Yeah, well, for my, about four wow. months until other people started so getting. Good. According to my sister, they set up bleachers next to the bath. Yeah. Was, <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone came to have just a look. Did well, you, did, were you aware of your dad having a friend who was a butcher? No, I didn't ever know that. So it wasn't. It was in Warrigal before. No, I never lived in Warrigal. So I was everything about the story is like, what? You had a friend who was a butcher used to come around and just chop shit up in the house, mm. and it was apparently one of my dad's best mates. Yeah, I never so heard he him talk about him once. Bath? Hey? Butchered it in the oh, house. I would imagine, pro- well, maybe, would either, imagine. yeah, maybe around the Bountley shed. Or okay, something. this is a really I'm interesting really one. There are a lot of maybes. Like you're getting, you're allowed to say maybe. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, well, or no. it's a really tricky one, but I have so much to lose. I basically have my entire score so far in the game to lose. No, you don't lose points in this one. You can only, you can only double your score on this. You're on one. Oh, my God, it's double or nothing, but also. <laughs> and so now I feel compelled to game. This is your least favourite way of playing, which is just game the game, which is like, how can we have four yes yeah. in a row? Surely it's a nah, and yet I want to believe in the pig. I'm going to go nah. You are incorrect. It was a true one. Of course yeah. it was true. It was, a it was four, true. It was four years. Four years. Four years. What happens when everyone sends through Yeah, stories? I couldn't believe when he read it. I go, oh, it's four I, years. Oh, so were you intentionally <laughs> keeping all the, the passion out of your voice when you spoke about your dad and his pig? Was I intentionally? <laughs> yeah, I was just I've got nothing left. I'm a, I'm a, husk, I'm a husk after the Bacardi Maraca story. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. We're back. And we're back in the room, we're nonetheless. Room. <laughs> we're back on the Zoom. Thank God you're here. We're back in the room. <laughs> My goodness, this did is quite the that... temptation of an episode, okay? You... Sell the century. Did you love Thank God You're Here as a child? Yes, of course. I love Thank God You're Here. Absolutely. I was like, one day I'm going to be on there, and I'm thinking of every funny word I can say as soon as I get on through that door. Who is your, we It made Hamish Blake a, a mm-hmm. superstar. Yeah. Rebel Wilson, very Humongous. funny on it. Yeah. Oh, who could forget Frank Woodley doing it? Absolutely, I couldn't. And of course, Fifi Box. Yeah. We loved Fifi Box. We she, loved Fifi. She, she always broke. She always found it so funny. F- breaking is awesome. Jimmy Fallon it's made the, the whole career out of it. It's the best shit ever. It's so funny. I'm being sincere right now. Um, my favorite, Tahir. Oh, yes. I always, always re-watched the Tahir episode when I had it on DVD. I always used to watch Tahir. He's one, he was one of my first favorite comedians. First comedian I ever saw live. And with a young Ed Cavalier as the uh, cast of, yep. of improvisers. 
Of Who course. Was jo- I think Josh Lawson may have been an improviser. He might have been a guest. I don't know if he a was guest, an improviser. Okay. Yeah. Nah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I, I got it wrong. <laughs> Them's right. the breaks, dude. Sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guy failed quite publicly just then, you know, but he can still hold it together and ring in the next on the list and you know we are getting a bit loopy here because it's now very late at night we've been listening to each full episode to do the commentary over (laughs) yes i have to i get alexi to pick which Mm -hmm. bits to take out yeah i go this is the best part to listen and we we just stare at each other while listening and giggling along to the whole episode which was annoying for the first episode because we played the very first round and then Mm -hmm. we had to listen to the next 40 minutes and go it's not as good as Great the first in round. Hot. The first round was an absolute sensation. The rest is great, but you know there there was a excitable moment that we must use in the clip. All right, voted to be the sixth best episode of the year, and these are by the listeners of the show, so they know what the frick is up. Okay? It's their show. It's their show. Wow, do you believe that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do it for them. Wow, I would com- take complete ownership of it. I do it for the love of the game. Wow, that's very selfless of you. For me, every podcasting moment that I've ever recorded has been all about me. No, I, I, I record it and I think, what what would the listeners think of this one? What oh, I hope yeah. I hope they like it. I hope, people... I, I hope I don't get some angry DMs. <laughs> when people send me messages going like, you know, finding Drago really meant so much to me. I go, yeah, me too, mate. I made it. It meant more to me. So relax. <laughs> I just hope that when they played in the car and they've got people in the car, the people in the car are like going, what's this? Oh, I hate this. Turn it off. Yeah. I just, I couldn't live with myself. No please, way. Please, if, you, if you're listening to in the car of someone who's driving you, please don't send me angry DMs. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't. Send them to me and I'll, I'll whisper them to Josh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I go to sleep. It's episode 257. Wow. Okay. That's an exciting number. It was a late night, a late night pod. We love a late night pod. There's a certain energy in the air. The atmosphere is different. The darkness takes control of the mind and the soul. It was in the room. We are loving it when it's in the room, especially when there's an element of danger about. (laughs) It was Matthew Stewart from Dugan. Great guest. Sonia Diorio. Oh my god, I'm a huge Sonia fan. Mish Wittrup. Okay, I get what's going on now. Mish Wittrup's awesome. And Alexi Toliopoulos. Wow, okay. Listeners, thank you so much for accepting the next generation on this episode. Okay? This is, this is a real next generation app. This, was this the, is it. This is the future of talkback radio, I hope, one day. If there's a 30 under 30 for the hottest talent in mm-hmm. in podcasting these four names would all be on it well you know maybe well matt maybe not under 30 <laughs> yeah <laughs> neither sonia but we'll get him in we'll sneak and him i'm in. much younger than 30 to we, let we, the record show we never know your age no no one will and ever find will... out but the real truth is under 30 under... but over 15 so <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in that ballpark so legal to have him on a podcast. You're gonna be 15 or over. It's like M-rated movies. 15 or over. That's it. I just have a proof of age card that says over 15. <laughs> that I show people. Yeah, this is it. I'm over 15. <laughs> you don't need to know anything more. Not at all. That's it. Yeah. If you want to learn more about me, listen to a freaking podcast. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this one right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely. We're going to listen to the full episode once again. Well, this is 257. Now, this is the first time I'd ever met Mish. Oh, me too. Mish is the best. She was great. I have invited her back since. She's been busy. So, for the people, because sometimes people come on once. Mm-hmm. And they don't get invited back, and that's not because I don't invite them back. They just they're busy, or they're they, busy. They, they don't want to do it again. They're like, I've done it once. Exactly. That's, that's it. That's all I'll do. Yeah. People think you and Tim Rogers have had a falling out because it's <laughs> only been on one episode. Yeah. Uh, but he he's now doing the shows. He he did hard quiz. Yeah. You know they had hard quiz. Yeah. They called it the has beens. Mm. Had but didn't tell them it was the has beens before they got on. That is awesome. That's a power move. Rhonda Birchmore has been. She's got a 50-year career. Yeah. A, a bit more respect on the and Birchmore name. And Tony Armstrong, he's an up-and-comer. Yeah, Tony Armstrong. <laughs> well, because he used to be a footballer. Oh, now got, okay. Now he's got a like media career, which has surpassed his football career exactly. tenfold. Like, yeah. Yes. I would even say 15-fold. 15-fold. That's a lot of folds. <laughs> That's some of the most folds you could ever do. You can only fold the paper eight times. Yeah. I was going to say seven. You're much stronger than I am. Oh, that last one. I really tried so hard. You must have had a really big piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, I'm slamming on it, doing body slams, trying to get it over one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in between two pieces of sheets of metal, just trying to really slam it. All I had were my thumbs. No. Next time, I'm going to get some machinery involved. You got to get some machinery involved. I, you know, I get oh. dad to roll over it in a car. In 2022, mm-hmm. machinery is involved. <laughs> that's, that's my resolution. All right. So, uh, do you remember anything about this episode, Alexi? Um, I remember it was a day that we just found out coronavirus was once again <laughs> emitting yes. through the community. Um, that's one thing I remember. I remember Sonia and I actually went and had a kebab after the show. That's right. I had to go and edit the pod because I, mm. I normally do it. I normally record on a Tuesday evening, put it out yep. Wednesday evening. Yeah. Have the day on Wednesday. This one was late. It was a Wednesday, putting it out that evening. Yeah. So I stuck around and, and did the whole edit there. And when I say edit, I made sure all the voices They're were fine. And, yeah. <laughs> and then when I don't have to take anything out unless people say full names mm-hmm. of people who aren't on the pod and then, I'll, and then I'll take it out. I reckon that's something I've asked you to do. Probably more than most people. I think no. I've asked you to even make an edit on this episode before it came out. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, the per- I won't say the person who asked me, but there was a person who asked me to take out an entire round. Wow. So, they weren't happy with the lie that they said. Wow. Tell me when we stop recording. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, it was very early on. And take that out when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to listen to now, because it's the, it's the last uh, one of this episode, we're going to mm-hmm. listen to the final round. Who, 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 who. Wow, the whole round. It's nice. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you learn, about, you learn about all four. I remember a story that I told in this round. Uh, let's look up. I'll look up on the script what uh, what stories. Uh, I remember it was up. my ghost story. Oh well, there was that one. There was also uh, the people are going to listen to it, but yeah, yeah, there was. We can cut this shit out. <laughs> also, just... <laughs> a very good story about uh, a marinated octopus. Oh yes, absolutely. We're getting more and more into young Alexi. 
mm. which is coming out on Channel 7 2022. Can yeah, we announce absolutely. that? Absolutely. You've yeah. seen young Sheldon. You've seen yeah, young can... Einstein. Now, <laughs> see young Alexi. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I'm playing myself at uh, 12 to 13 years of age. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's great. Everyone, I just cast everyone as themselves. Mum's playing mum. Dad's playing dad. My aunts and uncles are all playing themselves. And the school bullies do not exist. I was not bullied in school. So there's not much drama. So we we may see a scene where he storms out of Shrek saying, mm-hmm. how dare they make fun of the Matrix. And everyone supports me. Yes. <laughs> everyone supports what I've been up to. <laughs> all right. Let's have a listen to this clip. Your number six episode of the year, 257, with Alexi Toliopoulos, Matt Stewart, Sonny Diorio, and Mish Wittrup. Question one. <laughs> Who here drunkenly vomited all over their bathroom and then tried to tell their mother that it was food poisoning from an unset panna cotta? Mish. Matt. Yes, Mish. Sonia. No, that was Alexi. Yes. Uh, it was unset, okay? But <laughs> it was because I was extremely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I spewed everywhere and I got my grandmother to clean it up. What is oh. panna cotta? I had it the other night. What is? No, I was in an argument with everyone around. Yeah. I'm like, it's cheesecake. And they're like, it's not no. cheesecake. It's definitely not cheesecake. Oh, this is Matthew. My God. It's Every, cooked, I really annoyed It people. literally translates to cooked cream. Yeah. It's like yeah. a, it's kind Close. of like a custard, sort mm. of, mm. but better. Bit, mm. bit it was lovely, like a, a like jiggle a cheese, to like it a nice proper yeah. cheesecake. Yeah. And yes. the one you had did not jiggle. It was okay. We po- he jiggled slightly, but I would have been lying to my mum. Jiggled in your tummy, eh? Yeah, exactly. Ugh. I was I was puking, but it was because I was extremely drunk, right? And I was like, you know, yelling at my mum. I swear it was un it was unset <laughs> panna cotta. I knew that it wasn't working. I knew it was going to be bad. Wait, so you had panna cotta as well? Yeah, yeah. So you got pissed yes. and you're like, you know what I really want when I'm drunk? Well, Hot chips? Panna- no. <laughs> yeah. Well, panna my strategy to this game so far has revealed that yes, there's always a little truth to a lot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, next question. Who was a passenger in my car when I almost hit a kangaroo? Mish. <gasps> yes, Mish. So, um, Sonia. Sonia is correct. Yes. yes. Wow. <gasps> Recently. Oh. Yeah, it was oh. very scary. That was a good strategy as well. Thank you I so much. Yeah. <laughs> you're... you're, you're, you're Reeling him out, mm. and you're ready. I'm taking the point. I gave it away. No, we were driving up to a place called Mansfield on Whoa. a gig that your friend. Oh, how'd that go? Us. It was great. It was so oh, much fun. Although awesome. 20 minutes before we got there, a kangaroo just bounded in front. Shit. Yeah, and I was very. It was terrifying. Tense. It was a yeah. big kangaroo. Oh, yeah, Lord. but Josh handled it well. Five stars. Thank you. I would say I didn't swerve. I just put the brakes on. <laughs> yeah. Did my shoulder though? Like oh, had a bit of, yes. had a bit of a problem with my shoulder oh, for gosh. three days later. And, uh but the kangaroo lived. Wow. That's didn't nice. didn't kill the kangaroo. That's a great yeah, result. I hope it's living a great life out there. Yeah. In the and then bush. on the drive back, I drove very slow because I was yeah. worried. Mm. Yeah, it was scary. Okay. Who, after they kissed their person for the first time ever, this is their very first kiss, they never spoke to this person ever again? <gasps> Alexi. Everyone? Yes, Alexi. <laughs> Mish. Yes, it was Mish. Yes, point there for Alexi. Was it Matt Stewart? <laughs> no, his name was Francois, and <gasps> we went and saw The Mummy <gasps> Returns. Oh, my God. That is a sexy movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I was 13. Yeah, it is. I was 13 Whoa. and uh, it was a blind date. We'd never spoken previously. We didn't <gasps> speak at all on the date and we never spoke again. How are you getting set up on a blind date as a 13? I'm matchmaking you. Here. No, no, no. It's a good thing. With a French guy. Yeah. No, no, no. He was Lebanese. <laughs> he was. Um, oh. my, oh. I became friends with a very popular girl in my year level mm-hmm. and we became best mates. And wow. she is to this day still my best friend. Oh. But she thought it was so weird that I'd never kissed a boy wow. because she'd kissed three. <gasps> and so she was like, I know what I'm going to do i'm going to set you up with my cousin jamie's friend francois wow. and so she set it up and we went and met at northland cinema 
and went and saw The Mummy Returns and we mm-hmm. didn't speak at all before the movie, during the movie. We kissed for maybe a minute, two minutes. During the movie <laughs> or after? During the movie. Wow. Like what scene? <laughs> the scene where they're throwing <laughs> stuff off the back of the truck. Wow. That's the way That's to go. all I can remember. That's the magic. And then we never spoke again. Wow. 13 is young yeah. to not have a kid. Like, yeah. That's young. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty young. What's Francois up to these days? Very successful, oh, very rich. Wow. Um, very bald and very tall. Yeah. Wow. The big three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, bald, and tall. tall. That's how I like my men. Uh, really let that one go. I'm zero from three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next question. Who got contacted by their bank suspecting fraudulent activity after they bought a wig? <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Yes, Matt. Say Alexi. No, it's Sonia. Point <laughs> off, Matt. Mate, he's got a full head of hair yeah, there. God, so do you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. What was the wig? It was a purple, curly purple wig. <laughs> and they sent me a text message immediately after. <laughs> Suspected fraudulent activity. <laughs> I'm like, what is my life? What am I spending my money on? But I was also like, fuck you, bank. You don't know me at all. I could get a wig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've worn it several times. Do you wear it out or around the house? Round both. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, next question. Whose dad shaved off his moustache? And this person cried because they thought they were a stranger. Sonia. Yes, Sonia. Matt? Yeah, you are correct. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Sonia. My first memories. Yeah. Living in Kyneton. I reckon I was like two. Came out. You and it was, sit- it was sitting at the, <laughs> the breakfast table. <laughs> Who's that man? <laughs> it's me, it's your dad. What's <laughs> happening? It smells the worst. Wait, <laughs> how how old were you? I reckon I was like two. It was, it was one. Of, it's an er, maybe the mm. earliest memory I oh, had. Yeah. What year was it? <laughs> um, uh, 2006. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, young fella. Quite a young man. Because yeah. my dad shaved off his moustache yeah. as well when I was a kid. And it's weird. Like, if you had a moustache for a long time, their top lip, it seems like wet and mm. dry at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And it disappears. The mouth gets tiny. Yeah. Mm. Like, who's this mm. tiny the mouth? The between man. the lip and the nose is too small. <laughs> who's yeah. this oh. tiny yeah. mouth, man? <laughs> a word of, word of warning to parents warn your children. Yeah. Let them be in the room as you're doing it. Show them a photo of when you were young and you didn't have one yet. Uh, I had another flashback when I was thinking that around that same time, well, I would have been slightly older, I reckon, Mm. maybe four, and his razor was (gasps) out on the thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'll have a go. I'm a young man. Good And I hadn't seen him use it in the down thing, so I used it sideways (gasps) and cut (gasps) cut lines into my chin. Oh, my gosh. Is that why you have a beard to cover That's those why I've yanks. got a beard. Covers, <laughs> <laughs> cover those heinous scars. Yeah, the tram tracks. They're my f- <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Who is convinced they were visited by a spirit the other night in their sleep? <laughs> Mish. <laughs> yes, Mish. Alexi. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was visited. I was visited. That's when I looked at him oh, right before. Fucking hell. What did you... looked genuinely scared. Oh, what did you eat this time to make this happen? I, I was Some visited. Some octopus or something. I'm in my hotel room. I'm not kidding. I was visited by a spirit. What it, hotel room is it? Is I, it an I'm old staying in a hotel. hotel oh, I'll be gone. When does this come out? It'll come out Wednesday. You'll be gone. Okay. I'm staying in the La Wheel Studios. And it's like a new hotel building. And I, I woke up at 5.30 in the morning and I screamed. I woke up. Ah! And I and I wrote, I woke up to a nightmare. I wrote my nightmare down. The whole thing was a little boy with a tiny little face, but big bushy hair. 
and I was like trying to talk. This kid was trying to talk to me, but we couldn't understand each other. Mm. And I was like, Felix, I kept calling this kid Felix. Like, <laughs> Felix, why are you screaming at me, Felix? Why are you screaming at me? And then I was like, I, the kid was getting distressed and that's when I woke up. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, that mor- that next morning when I'm awake, I'm like, God, okay, I'm not going to get back to sleep. I got to go downstairs, check some stuff with the thing, make sure my room's okay because I only had one night and I had to book it further myself. And then I'm downstairs in the lobby. I start wandering the lobby and this hotel, at one point I look around, this hotel is a children's hospital. It's connected <laughs> literally to the children's hospital, this hotel that I've been put up at. And like, you just keep walking. At one point, it's literally a full-on children's hospital. Wait, is, is this part of the dream or is this, this now is real? real? This is real. This is reality. So I'm staying at this hotel at a children's hospital. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't well, you are a child it. as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the only place I legally could put me up at when I was brought here. And then it stays with me the whole day. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe there was like this... I was like, I, I like joking about it. like, oh, maybe they've got unfinished business. And I'm like, okay, I'm here till Wednesday. So, you know, come at me again. I'll try and sort you before I'm gone. But then like, it just stuck with me. And I woke up 5.30 again the next morning. And I was like, okay, all right. But nothing happened. And um, I, I had written my dream down the first night. I was like, just in case there's something interesting in there, trying to think about it. I was like, I've got a friend, Felix, who is in Melbourne, but I'm not seeing him while I'm here. And I like owe him money, but not a lot. He like bought something for me. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's it. I feel guilty that I'm not seeing Felix. And then I went back down to the children's hospital area because I have a boost juice there. And I was like, I need to get something for my hangover. And then when I'm at the boost juice, I walk out. I I took a photo of this, so I'll show you as well. Across from boost juice is a hairdresser's called Felix Hairstyles. So I think this kid died and he didn't get a haircut oh, before he died. No. So I need to like get a haircut because I think he's inside me. So I need to go there and get a haircut from this place. Well, and that'll be his unfinished business. And he'll go up Because he's heaven. got a lot of hair, but it's... Well, yes. Maybe you need to grow the hair down and yeah, cover the very, small face though. Like, yeah. What's he so doing with that very bushy hair? Do you think this hair salon named itself after a kid who didn't go there in time? I don't know. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> it's just a I, sign. I think right? that's the sign that the kid's giving me the message. That's what needs to happen. Right. Yeah. I've never had a supernatural experience before, so this is new territory. You still for me. haven't. Right? I, I, come, okay. I didn't see. I saw a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm haunted. But you didn't. I needed a I'm convinced. A a kid, well, a ghost of a kid came to you in a dream when you didn't realize you were like you're basically you're kind of living on a yeah. on a kid's like. I think burial ground. Yeah. Do you believe in spirits and ghosts, Matt? I mean, no, but this is, I mean, this <laughs> is, like, I, I will no, almost I believe. I thought you would. No. I thought you would. I thought Mish wouldn't. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where I this don't at all believe time. it, but when someone's telling a story, I just get swept yeah. up in it. So I want to believe it. I always, I'm rational, I'm logical, let it be known, but this is my first time, so I don't when know. When you said spirit as well, I'm like, what does this mean? Normal. People would say a ghost, but mm. a spirit. Yeah. Well, this, what is this? Mean? I'm respectful. He might be inside me or you something. Do now. you feel him now? No, not now. Okay. I actually feel hungry more than anything. <laughs> so you, have yeah, you just been hungry I'm this like, whole time? Yeah, my tummy has been grumbling. I'm worried that you guys have heard it the whole time. <laughs> Is it possible that it just looked like he had a small face because he'd recently shaved off his mustache? <laughs> <laughs> In my dream, he looked like the a child actor from the 70s, Mason Reese, who's very... If you're at home, Google it. 
is very odd looking kids. Right. Okay. okay. So it's starting, it sounds like it was a, an image of someone you already had in your brain. But I feel like this, you know, dreams abstract something was communicating with me. I feel like you got drunk. I was. Sleep. I had a couple of drinks. Walked yeah. past Felix Salon. You said you were hungover. <laughs> yeah. You said you well, needed a Well, that was the next. Uh, no, no, that was two days later. That was later. Oh. And yes, I'm in town for a while. I'm drinking every night. Okay, guys. I'm <laughs> I reckon. Like sounds this. like you had a couple of bad panacottas, <laughs> and it's just not sitting right in your stomach or your uh, brain. No, it could be. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I, I, I mean, it's the kind of thing I would love to be true because it means there's an afterlife and stuff like that. That'd be mm. sick. Yeah, but you're haunting little fat boys. They're <laughs> 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 only a fat boy while he's hanging in there in a town well, for I mean, a couple of days. I would love it. Saying. I would love it if a small fat boy was who proved that spirits <laughs> yeah. existed. It was just this small fat boy with too much hair. I always feel... Whenever like, you go to country theatres and they're always mm. like, oh, this theatre's haunted. I'm like, yeah. that poor ghost has to watch <laughs> shit theatre <laughs> night after yeah. night after oh. night. Like, just watching Nonsense 2 or something like oh, that. Anyway. God. Okay, that was question six. Question seven. Which of you put a hole in the wall of their house by kicking it after their dad refused to let them go to a music festival? Mish. Yes, Mish. Matt. No, that was Sonia. Oh, what music <laughs> festival? Oh, uh, it was like, um, <laughs> I think it was called, it was Push On. Oh, in yeah. the What's that? in Melbourne, oh, it was just like yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. an underage one. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. And my dad wouldn't let me go. <laughs> the and the I was so angry, but <laughs> it's so annoying because <laughs> where in the wall did you kick low, or did you do a high kick? It was high. <laughs> it was like halfway up the wall, right and someone the head. plaster like cracked. <laughs> you just won't let me dance, Dad. I was so angsty. And I loved music and going to music festivals. And my dad always goes on about mm. how his parents, my no, 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 didn't let him go yeah. see the Beatles when they were in Australia. Oh. And I'm like, he should know. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. it's just as important that I see Friends or Rom. Yeah. You know, they're my Beatles. They are. Right? They're great bands. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Friends or Rom. I would have been <laughs> there that Beatles. day, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, the Ross, yeah they're, they're out you there. Were, you were there? I would have been there. Oh, yeah. fuck. You man, <laughs> <laughs> I once punched a hole in the wall. Um, yeah. for a similar, I was feigning anger though, it was an accident. Mm. Okay, I, yeah, I'd lost an argument or something, yeah. And so I went, Oh, you know, as a joke, oh, but I put a hole right through the wall. You're a teenager, I paper mache it because my parents were away. <laughs> oh my lord, it was clearly newspaper <laughs> with the wrong, I was an outside wall and I'd use inside paint, I didn't know any of the rules, and it was pretty like they. They it was obvious. It out. So, yeah, the first Jesus. day it rained and it melted. They, um, <laughs> <laughs> they that is why Matt's dad was trying to buy a caravan. <laughs> yeah, that's I want to move into. I stayed I in that del- caravan this week. I once deliberately slammed my hand in a door because, <gasps> because oh. my mum wouldn't let me stay up and watch Angel. <laughs> oh my, no, 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 <laughs> And no. the thing is, I was too old to do something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, you shouldn't do something like that. Anyway, mm. but I was like 12, and oh. that's too old. To that would have been, and you were looking at her in the eyes? No, I was like, she was like, get out of the lounge room, like, go to bed. I wish I stopped at one child, you oh. psycho. She didn't say that, she didn't oh, say wow. that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she but loves you me felt it. Um, but then I slammed, and then I started crying, and she was just like, well, you're a dickhead. Mm. And, and, I was, and she still wouldn't let me watch Angel. Oh, would you watch it now? You still like Angel? No. No, Angel is not as good as Buffy. Wow. Yeah, but I've, I rewatched Buffy during one of our many lockdowns. Mm. Fucking great. And it holds, mm. up. holds up. Yeah, look, it holds up. Well, the Angel theme's yeah, very good, right? That's a sort of sh- one of them. They're both good theme songs, I think. Yeah. I can't remember yeah, which Yeah, no, they're which. not bad. Um, I don't 
remember the angel one, but the Buffy ones is like. Next question: Who here was once punched in the mouth at thirteen because they threw a frozen coke at someone? Matt. Yes, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because you, you're all very likely to be that person. <laughs> um, I'm going to say <laughs> Alexi. No, that was Sonia as well. <laughs> I had a very aggressive time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got, mm, yeah. <laughs> it, I was like a full on fist fight. She was punching me. Oh my god! I think she knew how to like fight and stuff. Out in the street? No, in in Gippsland. Gippsland, Yeah, and um, I didn't know anything about fighting, so I just grabbed her hair and pulled really hard. Just kept on pulling. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Where in Gippsland? Where? Where we were in the street. We were at this uh, fiesta. It was uh, Church Street Fiesta, it was called. It was like a, a, a gathering of all the businesses in the street wow. at night time to like sell their produce and like a cultural thing. And, and a fist they, breaks out. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it, it, they shut it down after a, a few years because like all the teenagers would just be fucked. And like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, our final question for the game. Who here told me they do not like tea? They don't like to drink tea. Mm. Matt. Yes, Matt. I've guessed Alexi every time and not get a single one right, so I'm going to stick with my formula. You wow. are incorrect. It was Mish. Oh, I don't like tea. Really? Yeah, and I wish people knew that because when they offer it to me, I say yes. <gasps> sick of saying You're too yeah. polite. Yeah, no, but like everyone always offers you fucking tea. Like, mm. I don't really? Yeah, if you go to your mate's house, like... They don't offer you coffee? I'm never not offered tea. Yeah. I oh. like tea. So, like, you want a cup of tea? I'm always say yes, and then I drink about half of it, and then it's, it goes because I'm like, this is right. gross. It gets cold, and then I'm like, oh, I can't drink it because it's cold. Oh, yeah. Bye. What would you prefer if they, if they are listening, your friends? Yeah, just don't offer me a drink. A I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a big beverage person. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a water. You're more girl. You like your solids. I, I like. I love my solids. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a water girl with the occasional orange juice. I'm not, a, I'm not a drinker either. Yeah. So, yeah. offer you pot. If you go yeah. over, please. Yeah, just offer Pride me a prejudice. giant joint in yeah. it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a DVD copy of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm you don't like a tea leaf. You like the other. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't even really do that very much. The Amsterdam experience. I'm I'm a square. <laughs> wow. Funny, funny stuff. Good Lord, guys, thank you so much for voting for me. I'm glad I asked you to stay in the polls and stay in line to vote. Um, it was all worth it because I asked for selfish reasons. Every vote counts. Now, those who mm-hmm. are listening who didn't vote, you will get fined this year. Yeah. $20. <laughs> <laughs> Any listener that didn't vote, we do take money. Yeah, that's, that's the payoff. You either mm-hmm. listen to the podcast for free all year Yep. and then vote... Or at the end of the year, you pay twenty dollars and say, "Hey, I didn't vote this year, but thank you for yeah. thank you for the hours. Exactly, over fifty hours of free content. And you could have even done a donkey vote. You could yeah. have just gone in and wrote donkey you could or have like voted for, for another podcast. Exactly, you could have gone in and go, "Yep." Josh's guest appearance on um, Total Reboot, where he talked yeah. about uh, High School Musical. High school musical. <laughs> Was that this year? No, that was nah, last year. No, not even this yeah. year. It was last year. Hey, still, that's what a donkey vote is, though. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Alexi. My gosh, thank you f- to you. My thanks unto you, actually, for having me on board. 
This four hours has flown by. Yeah, and it's been really fun. It's been so awesome listening to all the clips um, of full episodes and choosing <laughs> which clip to play from them. It's been so good. If it's not four hours in the edit, know that we took a lot out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Potentially, it could be four hours long. Potentially. Uh, there's potential for it to be four hours long. Any, any, any tips for next week? Any sizzle for next week? What you think will be the number one? Wow, okay, I think number one might be the episode that we just recorded now, oh. the best of, because it's got so many of the best clips from yeah. earlier, and now it is eligible. Why wouldn't that win? This should yeah, be... exactly. Number 10 to 6 of the best, and it's in this year too. That's why like- I am putting out that a challenge to all listeners to swing the vote. Stay in line if you're still in line to vote. And please vote for Best of Part 1 with Alexi Toliopoulos as the best episode of 2021. Because technically, it had some interesting news stories. How I said Whoopi and Steve-O sound yeah. the same. Oh, and... Right. Also, it has clips of some of the biggest stars in all of comedy, from Charlie Pickering all the way down to uh, Jess Perkins was also mentioned. Yeah, All of these are fan favorites. So what other episodes do you hear the names of 16 famous people? Always good. So lots of Australians in this. Yeah. In this so only one international. That was Ursula Carlson. Ursula Carlson, yep. I remember because we listened to the full episode. Yeah, yeah. And a bit of sizzle in the next one. A few more internationals make it in the next one. Wow, okay. So could be, you know, who's famous worldwide? Philip Seymour Hoffman? Oh, he's dead? <laughs> Probably someone else. Maybe he's In the world son. of comedy. World of comedy. Let's see. It could be uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. That episode he did. Yeah, that's an awesome app. I, yeah. I, I bet, you know, if I would be interested to see if that's what the audiences want. If they hear the Kevin Hart episode and go, you know what? Awesome for Josh to get a big get like Kevin Hart, but not my cup of tea. I like it when he's got just normal dudes that I could see at Woolworths every now and then buying cl- buying you know clothes from Woolworths, a pair of slippers. They can you can buy that from Woolies. Yeah, depending on what Woolies. Is it still Safeway in Melbourne, or is it called Woolworths now? It's called Woolworths. I think there's both Woolworths. Wow, interesting. See, in Tasmania, growing up, I've said this, Rolf Voss. Yeah. Yeah. We who, love. We hope he's on the show one day. <laughs> who I worked there. He was my, uh, a, a, I think a Dutch a Dutch mm. man who wanted to have a little uh, a little Swiss a little villa, what a little Swiss village in Launceston okay. and bought up wow. this place called and he calls it Grindelwald and you have little villas there and little wow. there's a, a man made lake that you can or I guess that's a dam I don't know which you can do <laughs> paddle boats on. Oh my god! I got to go to this place. It's a magical place. It sounds it hasn't like been serene updated beauty. since 1984. It's wow. A, so my good. gosh okay that's that's exciting i um spent many 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 hours of my life in the north coast of new south wales and there was a place uh called that was like a little town that's like oh. up to your knee of like little wooden dutch yep. dutch stuff that would be great and there's giant clogs you can put your feet in and little alexi You'll see this in Young Alexi next yeah. year, Channel 7. That's why I'm sizzling it. Guys, yeah. there's going to be a town, an episode where I go to the little town near Grafton and Coffs Harbour where it's all Dutch stuff, but to the size of your, to up to your knees. Little wooden town. 
Thank you very much for joining me, Alexi. People can listen to you on the Total Reboot podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cameron and I talking about movies. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. There's been some great apps next year. Even more great apps, I promise you that. And uh, favourite film of the year was Licorice Pizza. Is that safe to say? Yes, Licorice Pizza, yeah. probably top one, alongside The Green Knight and Drive My Car and Parallel Mothers by Pedro Amolivar. That's my top four. All right. Tonight, I'm going to see The Worst Person in the World. Oh, awesome. That's in my top 20 or 15, somewhere thereabouts. Okay, good. It's a great movie. Good to know. Thank you very much, listeners. We'll see you next week. Have a good New Year's Eve. And Stay thank you safe. so much for expressing your democratic right to vote. And please, please <laughs> don't go on the DMs. <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.